this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's find fine work the treasury of David this is episode number 188 Episode number 188. Glory. And you people don't even know how much of a blessing this is to me. Yes, my body is weary. My feet are sore. Some people believe I'm going to have a heart attack for preaching the Word of God and teaching the Word of God. nearly every day for almost seven years <clears throat> one of my doctors I told him what the people said against me the curse they put on me isn't it, isn't it interesting how that people will tell you while you're preaching the Word of God that you need to um, you need to stop preaching the Word of God like that preaching the Word like you're doing every day unless you have a stroke or have a heart attack and and I understand what they're saying but they go to work every day, those same people who have the same level of blood pressure. You know why they go to work? To get that moolah, to get that money. Well, here I am serving God for hardly any money, and yet they tell me, uh, you're going to die. You're going to have a heart attack, preacher. And so I, I, I told my doctor that, one of my doctors, and I told him, that's what people are saying. And his back was turned to me at the time, doing something. And then he turned around. He said, uh, "He said, I never heard of a preacher dying of a heart attack for preaching. So you just preach on, brother. That's what he told me." I do know the devil would like to kill me. He has uh, uh, tried to do so. But uh, with God, you must understand, ain't nobody going anywhere until God says so unless you foolishly take your own life, some, as some pastors have done. <clears throat> the devil spooked them and the devil told them to take their lives. And personally, I believe they went to hell. I have some fine theologian theologian brothers who don't believe that, but I I, I can't get on the bandwagon that you can kill yourself and you're going to heaven. Now that's, that God can do whatever He wants to do, but down here I I can't get on that bandwagon with you, because I'm not going to be a part of encouraging people to kill themselves, thinking they're going to heaven. They're going to heaven on their own terms, quickly. First of all, uh. 
Jesus is supposed to be on the inside of you. Jesus already died. He's not going to let you kill kill him all over again and kill you too. He about he, Jesus is about life, not death, man. So I can't get I can't get on that train with my uh, sweet evangelical theologians. I, I and they ought not they ought to get off of it. You don't want to say that. You don't want to tell people that your husband went to heaven, your pastor husband went to heaven, and he blew his brains out. No, uh, uh, nobody needs to hear that. Nobody needs to hear that lie, because God ain't got nothing to do with that. I don't know what God will say to you if you did make it up there. I don't know. Maybe God will say uh, you here before schedule. So I don't. I don't know. I can't ride with that. I can't go with that. I'm, I can't. And I and, and these are brethren I respect and love. But I can't roll with that. I never heard of that. I've never thought about killing myself. I can tell you that. And the devil, I, I believe the devil has fought me just as much as any preacher, if not more. And that has never entered into my mind. I love me too much to do something so demonic and so stupid as that. And that's right. I call it stupid. That's not a way out. That's demonically stupid, man. Woman. If you if you curl up in a fetal position right now listening to me, you thinking about that? That's the devil telling you that. God has nothing to do with that. God wants me to preach against you or doing that. I mean, I heard someone, and I, I agree with this person. I believe the person was not not even considered a saved person. He he said, uh, I I I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere. I, I I mean I I like living down here on earth. He said I I, I like the uh, you know being alive. I said, Amen, brother. Man, I mean not brother, but man. I'm glad to hear you say that. You know, all these people who are so. Uh, carried away by death, a death mentality. I don't know what's wrong with you people. I don't know what's wrong with you, other than the devil's got your mind. I mean, you're in a hurry. You 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 want to leave early. This beautiful place called Earth. I I have no problem with the Earth. I have some problem with me and you messing up the Earth with our sins, foolishness, and depravity. Yes, but it's not. I have man. I, I've had a fun time, wonderful time on this ball called Earth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, siree. Okay, but I'm 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 happy about going to heaven too. But uh, it's just like the little boy, the teacher, Sunday school teacher said, "How many of you little kiddies like to go to heaven?" <laughs> and everybody raised their hand. You're not a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do, I do. One little boy didn't raise his hand, so he did it again. The teacher said, how many of you little kiddies? He looked right at Reggie. How many little kiddies? Y'all want to go to heaven? You want to go to heaven? Everybody raised their hand, jumped out of the seat, shouted, and said, yeah, 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 I want to go to heaven. Little Reggie didn't budge. And then the teacher asked little Reggie, look here. Reggie, why you didn't raise your hand saying you want to go to heaven? He said, I, I want to go to heaven too, but uh, it sounded like you were trying to take up a load today. 
and uh, uh, get a load up for, for for the trip today. I, I'm not ready to go right now. I said, all right, all right, Reggie. I'm with Reggie on that. I, I, I'm I'm going to heaven. I thank God, I mean, but I want to go in His time. Okay, not in my time. I'm not in a hurry. Even though there's bad things down here on earth, but Paul taught us how to handle those things. You take pleasure in the bad things that happen to you. You don't take pleasure in the bad things that happen to other people. You pray for them and you put yourself in that same position. Anyway, Psalm 18.23 is where we are. I was also upright before him and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Glory be to God. You can keep yourself from your sin if you want to. And there are mere human beings who have lived such lives. It's easier to live that life with the power of the Holy Spirit. When I say mere human beings, I'm talking about people who are not saved, but they are they're better than some Christian people in their behavior. So this is why I pray the way I prayed for my wife, Marika White, earlier. She can behave if she wants to. Uh, see, but see, uh, this 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 is uh, how you know a person is a hypocrite. She wants to act like a witch behind the scenes with her husband and even with her children, but wants to act like an angel in front of other church folks and other family members and people. And, and, and she's very good at acting like she's the, you know, pole little me. I'm just so virtuous and sweet and innocent. And don't, don't, don't uh, uh, look down your nose at her. Some of you other women and men are the same way. You're, you're good actors. You, ought, you deserve an Oscar. But see, there are some people who you can't fool. You can fool some of the people some of the time. You may fool all of the people all of the time, or some of the time, but you can't fool everybody. See, you can't. See, and see, the best thing that ever happened to my wife, humanly speaking, is her husband, Daniel White the Third, because I, 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 you know, I have insight into women, and and I, you can't roll me like that, like my mother rolled my dad, and uh. Uh-uh. No, look at me real good. Not not me, not Danny B. Because I, I, I don't think you're the best thing in the first place since sliced bread. I don't. Uh, Solomon said, I find more bitter than death, the woman. Now, without Jesus, uh, uh, most women are, uh, you know, are not what they should be. And, uh, and, and they, 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 I believe they are the... Uh, uh, the biggest problem in most marriages, not the men, even though they're men who have uh, their issues too. Uh, and so uh, uh, that has been the case with my wife. I find more bitter than death. And it's always been how she attacks the ministry, not me. I can handle her. She doesn't bother me. It's nothing personal. God led me not to make this personal a long time ago. Based upon the word of God. 
that says we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. So don't even waste your time doing that. See, I'm dealing with the devil, see. And because she's not saved, she thinks I'm dealing with her. And she wants this to be a personal thing between us. She wants to, she wants to be able to say whatever she wants to say. And she's not going to do that here. Not with me. She's going to show me the utmost respect and reverence. As she should, according to the scriptures. Or we will not have a relationship. It's as simple as that. See, and I'm not compromised. I've never compromised with my wife like so many of you husbands have. See, my dad did that. See, it, it, that didn't work. He was a miserable man all of his life because of his wife. See, and I'm, I, I, I made up my mind. I was not going to have a woman make me miserable when I know what the Bible says about all of this. My dad didn't know, evidently. And they never taught it in the, in the, in the churches. Most black preachers and most white preachers have refused to preach and teach on Ephesians chapter 5 and 6. Because to them, that's a, a, a rattlesnake cage. When it is, in fact, uh, liberating. You're the head of that household. You ought to be happy, cheerful, and joyful. You're the king of that castle. And you are not to let your wife or your children or anybody else discombobulate you and make you miserable. See? I saw that firsthand. That's not what God wants in a marriage and in a family. See? Uh, and so I made up my mind a long time ago if anybody's going to be happy, it's going to be me. Since I got to answer to God for the whole family. See? And uh, so. Uh, don't get tricked, men, by this uh, foolishness, acting one way behind the scenes, the Adams family and witchcraft, and then acting one way in front of the pastor and his wife and the church and so forth and so on. That's going to end up in divorce because you're living a life of hypocrisy. Let it be real at home in the street and in the church and so uh, with that said Dr. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said I was also upright before him sincerity is here claimed sincerity such as would be accounted genuine before the bar of God See, as a mere human being, it's going to be hard. You, but you can act right if you want to. It's better for you to trust Christ and let him help you. God's help is a beautiful thing. But when you find, but if you know you're in a situation like a job and your life depends on that job, meaning your um, food and housing. See, that's, that, that's, what, that's where many people are trapped right there. They go into debt. They go to down, down to Nebraska's uh, furnishing, furnishing place, which I don't, still don't understand the history of that. But it's an amazing place. I've been there a long time ago with my daughters, not me. And uh, 
and you go into debt to Bubba, you go into debt for a car, you go into debt for an extra car which you don't need, you go into debt for a house, and you get trapped. And uh, uh, and you get into trouble. But and you so you're gonna act right on that job, aren't you? Yes. Go ahead and say yes. Uh, I'm gonna act right. You're gonna act right on that job. If my wife had to work a job, she would act differently on that job to keep that job. But my wife has never had to work. To this day. And I asked her the other day, since the children uh, are gone, and we're in the, uh, what they call the emptiness, I asked her, does she want to get a job? I said, that would be, you know, good for you to do. Oh, no, sir, I don't want to get a job. Oh, no, I don't want to go out there and catch coronavirus. I said, well, you have the opportunity to go to work now if you want to. The children are gone. No, sir, I don't want to Well, I said, well, you're going to work for me. I can tell you that. And I put her to work. And so, uh, uh, but, but she would act differently under another supervisor. Oh, she'll have a pleasant attitude. She'll say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and she'll, she'll be on time and, 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 and all of that, and, and she will work hard because she want to keep that job. But she'll act differently under me as her husband, her pastor, and her boss behind the scenes and act like the devil and act like she's demon-possessed, which I believe she is. See? And I even predicted earlier this week, I, I said it from the pulpit, I said it uh, in prayer with her. She heard me pray and ask God that throughout this, particularly this Halloween weekend, which is unusual to have a weekend leading into Halloween. So unusual, parents are trying to get the date changed for Halloween. It's so important to them for some reason. To the last Saturday of the month. That's how important it is to them. Okay? And so I predicted what my wife did today with her bad attitude and trying to hinder the services. It's not personal. It was not, I, I don't see it as her. I see it as the devil. The devil is the one who hates that. And so, I mean, who, who hates the, the ministry and hates the services. See? And she allows him to use her. Because I believe that when it, when it comes down to the whether Robert Michereau, she doesn't have the power to stop him. Why? Because she, she does not have, she's not saved, she's not born again. So if you have people in your family, they love to act one way at the house, and then they act a different way around other people, then you got a problem. They need to be born again, they need to be saved, and they need to stop being hypocrites. Whatever evil men might think, of him. David felt that he had the good opinion of his God. Moreover, freedom from his one great besetting sin, he ventures also to plead, I kept myself from mine iniquity. 
It is a very gracious sign when the most violent parts of our nature have been well guarded. Now let me just say, even as a saved person, you need to uh, control yourself. God gives you the gift and the, 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 the fruits of the Spirit to control yourself. Now, this is, this is a fine line, but you need to understand this. God is going to provide you all the help you need. Now, God just dropped something in my mind just that quick from heaven to help you understand this. That is, His Holy Spirit... His fruits, his talents, his abilities, prayer, and all of that, and your free will. Now, I have some theologians who can explain it even better than I can. Okay? <clears throat> but let me help you right here and right now. America is helping the Ukraine big time. Don't worry about it. They used to be called the Ukraine with aid, weapons, and all that. But here's the wheel side. The Ukraine, they got to fight that battle. America, the U.S., we're not sending any soldiers over. Okay? So that, that's, that's, if you will, the, the help that they're getting. In your case, God is helping you if you're saved. But you've got to work out your own salvation. Your will is involved as to what you do. Now, God will help me get up in the morning. Uh, you know, he'll give me the strength to get up and do what he wants me to do for him. But I still have to make up my mind to get up. Now, it's a thin line. I can't get into it as deeper than that. God is going to do his part, but you need to do your part. The U.S., they're doing their part in providing weapons, but Ukraine got to fight that war. See? And so you can control yourself if you want to. Whether my wife is saved or lost, if, if she got a job somewhere and her life depended on it, she would change her attitude and she will change it quickly to keep that job. And she'll say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, have the right attitude and spirit, get the job done, etc. Like all other people. That's how you keep jobs, see. One of the tests in life for a regular people who not call like me to preach the gospel full time and all that is whether or not you can keep a job. That's what they talk about. That's what people say about you. That's what they talk about you. Can you keep a job? My uh, my oldest son, Daniel White the Fourth. I would get a, a job for him, and he had a problem keeping the job. <clears throat> uh, and quite frankly, I, I even though uh, I had to be, uh, I had to rebuke him and chastise him quite often. 
out of all of my children, I believe that he wanted to stay around uh, me probably more than all of the rest. For some reason, I don't know. Uh, he's doing quite well now. You know why? Here's the reason why. I saw that he was a pro having a problem keeping a job. He was, you know, he was forlorn. Did not care about working a job somewhere or whatever the case. He'd been working for me all his life. And then, so what I did as his father, you know, with the technology as it is today, I said, you know what? I tell you what, I'm gonna teach you how to. I'm gonna teach you how to work and, and keep a job. And so we got a little gig job, and uh, I did the driving, and he did the work. His little brother uh, was in the uh, back seat watching, and sometimes I would have to send him to go check on him to make sure he's doing the job right. And I told him not too long ago that one of the one of the most fun, memorable times I had with him is when we did that. Even though I had to be hard on him to get him to do the work. But, guess what happened? He paid off. When he got his next job on his own uh, with my help, he not only did the job well, he excelled and became the best. He, he became the best at it. I believe it shocked him, but it was because of how I raised him and how I trained him, and they voted him the best in in that particular field. See, he was always smart. We thank God for that. But uh, you you know you have to you have to chastise your children and rebuke your children and train your children up right so that they will because see if you don't listen to me you parents out there if you don't train train those children up admonish them like you're supposed to rebuke them when you're supposed to chastise them when you're supposed to reward them when you're supposed to they can be smart and educated he's smart and educated he got his degree but they can get out there man and just totally bust fall apart because they don't know how to stick to anything, see. And get things done and excel. I believe he was even shocked that he excelled in what he was he did. Okay? So you can you you got to yes, as a child of God, you have you you need the power of the Holy Spirit. God is not going listen to me, I know this is gonna shock you, especially you charismatic. God is not gonna do everything for you. He's going to give you what you need, and he expects you to use your will to do what needs to be done. Man, woman, in the words of David Jeremiah, men and women. Now, my daughter, Danny, she never had a problem with that. She has depended upon the Lord, but my daughter, Danny, is a hard-working woman. So is my daughter Danita. I didn't have to do that with them. And uh, 
Danae is, my daughter Danae is more like Daniel was. And I've had to be hard on her about working and getting things done as they should. I saw the mayor of New York today and in the front of the podium it says get things done. I, I love that phrase. I've loved that phrase for many years. My daughter Daniqua, my son Daniel Ezekiel, my daughter Dan Danielle, hard workers, faithful workers. I mean they get the job done, Jack. I don't have to tell them I don't have to tell them anything. Nothing. And they're grown now on their own and they, they got other things that they're doing. But they're gonna make sure that the ministry stuff that we do together, business stuff that we do together to, that supports the ministry, that helps support the ministry, they're gonna get that done. I don't have to tell them, they set their own schedule, nothing. And I love it. I thank God for it. It's a blessing. In this day and time, when you have children, young people who want to help you in the ministry and want to help you keep the ministry going and all of that, that's a blessing from God, my friend, especially in this day and time. And my, all of my children have had access to the, the Internet for years. See? You say, well, why do you let them do that? You know why? Because I raised them myself and we homeschooled them. And you got to have a tree in the garden somewhere. Where you have a choice to do good or evil. That was their tree. And it's their choice. Same thing for you. Grown people still looking at pornography like a young person. That's a, that's a tree right there. You know what my tree is? Fine, fat women. God told me not to touch them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just as clear. That's my tree, right? There. That's the only tree I have in the garden. I, 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 I go past what he told me to do. That's going to be a problem. See, and I know that. <laughs> yes, I know that. That's why I'm dead to be. I may have been born tonight, but I was not born last night. I was not born last night. I fear God, man. And you know who taught me to fear him? He did. He does not play. He made it very clear to me. I'm glad that you're saved. I'm glad that you, you finally submitted to me and, and accepted my call to preach. But let me tell you something. You can't do what you want to do under, under me. And, 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 by, on, uh, and besides that, listen to me. I want you to be full time for me. So that means... Uh, I, I, I have control over your life. Okay? And then I said, well, Lord, I want to help you by getting this kind of job or doing this kind of work and so forth. He said, no, I don't need your help. You just need to obey me. Now, I'll take care of you. You obey me and you do what I tell you, I'll take care of you. You don't, you, 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 you don't obey me, you won't be blessed. And you won't have the privileges and the favor that I can give you. Now, God made that very clear to me a long time ago before I met my wife. You do it my way. <laughs> and God does not play, Jack. 
So you can do you can do whatever you want. I'm I'm not. I, I, you say, aren't you worried about your children going astray? No, I'm not. Not at all. I, I told them this before they left. I'm not worried about that at all. Because God would God God can chastise you better than I can. God will take everything you got. Everything he gave you, he'll take it away from you. He'll, he, God is able to put you in a, such a bad situation that you have to come back home to me. Now, you don't want that. So don't, don't be foolish now. If the weakest link in the uh, chain is not broken, the stronger links will be safe enough. David's impetuous temper might have led him to slay Saul, kill Saul, when he had him within his power. But grace enabled him to keep his hands clean of the blood of his enemy. Touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm. But what a wonder it was and how well worthy of such a grateful record as these verses afford it will be a sweet cordial to us one of these days to remember our self-denials and to bless God that we were able to exhibit them glory be to God shall we pray Holy Father God I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, for giving us uh, a will. Lord, I don't understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would influence our will, that we would do right in your sight. For your glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, thank you for listening to the White House family reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here's how you can be saved from hell and walk with the Lord throughout this life and in the life to come. In that wonderful place called heaven, First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Holy Bible states in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. Third, dear friend, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now as I speak. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee, 
it is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, dear friend, that is all very bad news. But here's the good news. I have some good news for you. It's called the gospel. Gospel means good news. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So just believe in your heart, my dear friend, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ paid your sin debt, that you owe God. Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins as the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the whole world. Jesus Christ went through hell and went to hell for you so that you would not have to go to hell. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you and for me and for everybody so that we can live eternally with him in heaven. He did it for you and me. He did it for us. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans ten nine and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, you ask? Saved from hell. Saved to what, you ask? Saved to heaven to be with God and to be with Jesus Christ and to be with the angels and the saints of God forever. My dear friend, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead uh, by the power of God. Trust in him today. Believe in the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ today and uh, in your heart. And please pray with me this simple prayer called the sinner's prayer which should be a reflection of your heart, of what you want to say to God since you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and I have done some bad things in my life in your sight. I am sorry for my sins, and today 
I believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me, and please forgive me of all of my sins. Please forgive me of all of my failures and my faults, as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul from the hell that I deserve and save my soul to the heaven that I don't deserve. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a proper request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you. Real good is my prayer.